This is Keith coming at you from the MedVets, and we are at the Camera Social Studio. Yep, and today kicks off the first of our veteran interview for uh, military appreciation for the veterans of the month of November. So we're talking to your friend, right? Yeah, my friend, Tim Favero, a.k.a. T-Dog. He is an ex-Marine slash Rutgers alumni. That's where me and him met, and now he is a current lawyer for the Pentagon. Okay, that's cool. So looking forward to this conversation, just, you know, just having really good conversations. We haven't had a good military conversation, just really talking about that in a while. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to talking with Tim, a.k.a. T-Dog. Mm-hmm. So. And we got a bunch more of uh, military conversations coming up, so make sure you subscribe and tune in, and thanks for listening. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. <laughs> Tim. How are you guys today? Really good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We'll, we'll get into it. So we have my good friend, Tim Ferrero. So if you don't mind just telling our listeners a little bit about um, what it is exactly that you do. Okay. Yeah. So uh, right now I'm a attorney advisor with the Department of Defense, uh, primarily with the Air Force right now. I work out of Los Angeles Air Force Base um, in El Segundo, part of Los Angeles. Uh, and, and in the legal office, we kind of handle it's general law. So it's kind of everything. We handle a lot of contracts. Uh, if there's tort claims, we'll handle, you know, kind of civil liability type stuff. We help active duty service members with their legal issues. If they need like a will drafted or a power of attorney or all that kind of, um, you know, personal services, if you will, we assist retirees. We do a lot of uh, legal ethics counseling as to you know high level command, um, speaking engagements and stuff like that. We do fiscal law, so making sure taxpayer money is not being spent on anything that's not supposed to be spent on and whatnot. Uh, it's it's kind of a one stop shop legal um, forum. You know what I mean? It's kind of whatever comes in, whatever legal issues pop up for the for the installation as a whole, or uh, now Space Force is kind of a new thing. So I'm um, getting a lot more of like, hey, what's what's the Air Force? What's the Space Force roles and kind of defining the, the legal uh, boundaries for both of those forces and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of exciting. And uh, what I like is that every day is different. It's not, um, you know, when I was working at a firm before this, every day kind of felt the same, you know, um, and now it's like it's always new changes. You know, the military environment is ever changing. And even down, you know, on my small level as a, as a civilian assisting that, it's always changing. And I like that. Yeah. yeah that's well, as a, a veteran, you know, it's good to see, you know, other veterans still kind of giving back to the government and doing what they can, you know, so I really admire that. So, so thank you. Yeah. One thing I always respected about Tim was he always said exactly what he was going to do. You know what I mean? And he, he put forth that that thought and he just didn't stop. Like, you know, when we're at Rutgers, he's like, man, I'm going to law school in LA. I'm going to become a lawyer. I got to do what I got to do. I don't have that much time to fuck around and dig around and go out and drink these people, man. I got to do what I got to do. And he, kudos. He, yeah. he did it, man, for real. So I respect this man on so many levels. Thank you, Tim, for joining right. us today. I appreciate that. And I appreciate the invite. Yes, sir. All right. So thank. what did, what did you do in the military? You're a Marine, right? What exactly... Yeah. Did you do in the Marines? So when I was in the Marine Corps, uh, I was what's the code for the Marine Corps was 0351 assaultment. And basically what that what that falls under is just is infantry broadly. 
Um, my, my specialty was we learned about demolitions and um, anti-armor, so shooting rockets at, at tanks and whatnot. And um, yeah, so essentially, uh, you know, I, I spent two deployments in Afghanistan. And at that point, I was just kind of regular, regular infantry. Uh, there were not, thankfully, there were not tanks or anything we had to come across. So I was just kind of a regular infantryman. Um, and then towards the end of my time, I also was able to teach infantry uh, tactics to, to non-infantry Marines. Um, and so that's kind of the, the roles as I played. Got, it. My time. Got it. Man. So, so, so today, what, what I guess what we really want to talk about was whatever you learned in the military, whether it's basic training, what, I mean, we're just really here to talk about our experience in the military, sure. how, how it can relate and what we're doing today. And like, you know, in the, in the future, what do we see about that, you know? Sure. Why did you choose the, uh, the Marines? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> that's a great question. I wish I had like a very, like a wholesome answer, but the reality was I was, um, I was a junior in high school and I was walking <laughs> to the lunchroom in my high school, right? Mm. And the Marines were there and they had their sharp dressed blues on, right? And I'm, I'm trying to walk and I'm trying to avoid these guys. I'm like, I don't want to join the military or whatever. I'm trying to make my lunch, get my little free lunch and everything. And the Marine guy like cuts me off, right? And he's like this big, strong guy, dressed blues, looks sharp. And he like, I'm trying to like walk around him. And he's he's like, nope, he's like shakes my hand. And he's like, you know, you know, ever thought about joining the Marine Corps? And it was like a very kind of intimidating type tone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the reality is like, I felt like he was challenging. He was challenging my manhood and my toughness, you know? And <laughs> he really, he put the hard sell on me and, and I'm not gonna lie, you know, at the, at the time I was 17, but you know, 17, 18 year old me really, really bit hard on that sales tactic. I was like, I could, I could prove myself, you know, I'm gonna be a, a hard Marine, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be tough. And uh, right. that's, really, that's really all it took to get me signed up. After, um, after joining, did you, did you regret joining the Marines? Like, did you wanna be Air Force, Army? I think everybody wants to be Air Force. I don't know. I don't know about my, I don't know. I don't know about that. I've got to say, I've got to say, um, first of all, and I say this, I love, I love working for the Air Force. I love all the Air Force personnel that I work with. I've got to say, now that I've been able to see, you know, what a day in the life of an Air Force uh, member, whether it be an officer or an airman or whatever, that would have been, that would have been the preferable, preferable route to go. Yeah. The Marine Corps. Yeah. The Marine Corps is, I'm very proud of it. I love it. I love my, my Marine friends, but yeah. we live a much better life in the Air Force. than at the, at the, at, Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all going as E1. We all get the same yeah. pay. When yeah. the Air Force, we had air condition. No, that's not necessarily <laughs> true. Because if you got, if you got, <laughs> yeah, if you got some yeah. college, you got some college credit, you'll get an A1C or E2. Yeah, right. You know? Right. But it's still at the same pay grade. I so agree. you still get an AC. You know, your Air yeah. Force, hey, you know what? I agree. I agree with that. Um, I mean, the Air Force was my first choice only because I heard nice things about it. Yeah. And um, I don't know, they just had better, better programs, I believe. You know, it, you it, was, it was funny, at least in my, so when I took the ASVAB, I scored well on my ASVAB. And I remember the Air Force recruiter was in the same like building as where the Marine recruiter was. And he was like, oh, you scored I don't know what the number was, but it was, oh, you scored that. Oh, you should really come over to the Air Force. Like, oh, the Marines, yeah. you know, you're too, that's too high a score to be a Marine. <laughs> and, um, you know, I always kind of took that as like, oh, maybe I, maybe I should have gone over to another branch. But in the end, I don't I don't regret going Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, but I just recognize that it probably would have been a little bit more comfortable along the way 
how I got yeah. to particularly. Did, did you get a signing bonus? No, no. Nope. I so, didn't either. So, so I'm, I'm going to say one thing is I admire our, all military branches. I agree. You know, I agree. Marines, yeah. Navy, Army, Air Force. Um, you know, what else is out there? Marine, Army, well, Navy. Now, now we got the State Air Force. Force. Yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that, too, man. You know, um, I'm going to. I'm gonna just give you the general the general overview. Is that it, tell us tell us what you can. Yeah, just so you just so you, so people understand, Space Force is not technically a new a new concept or a new thing. It's it's been part of the Air Force since the 50s. Space Force. There was the Air Force Space Command. Um, Space Force was part of the Air Force for well over 50 years, and it was not until this past year that, um, for whatever reasons, much higher pay grades than I am decided that they wanted to break that off out of the Air Force. And it is now uh, its own separate branch, kind of. And what they did, and I say kind of because as it was falling under the Air Force command, um, they basically just kind of pulled a lot of Air Force personnel over to, to form this new branch. Um, but there's still a lot of the support elements are still being drawn from the Air Force. So it's kind of a work in progress. Uh, it's still kind of something we're all, you know, dealing with it every day it's, it's still kind of new to everybody and we're still kind of figuring out the way forward on how what that's going to look like yeah it's going to be strange <laughs> is it just strictly like based on outer space exploration um it's it's actually um as opposed to exploration it's a little bit more of a of a it's defense oriented so it's going to be focused more on on satellites um and intelligence collection uh, and, and things of that nature. So they're not really, you know, as far as like sending out like a Voyager type, uh, you know, out into space to just see what's out there. That's still going to be NASA. That's still going to be separate from from the space force itself. It's it's really going to be anything to give the United States a, a strategic defense uh, kind of leg up on any adversaries. That's going to be handled by the space force. Okay. Interesting. With Veterans Day coming up. Yeah. How, how, do you, how do you feel to be a veteran, Tim? How does it make you feel? It's kind of a, it's a kind of an uncomfortable thing to me. Uh, and I don't mean that I'm very proud to be a veteran. But when people say like, oh, thank you for your service, it's always kind of something that I always feel a little like, don't know how to respond to that. I don't know. You know, I don't want to say like, you're welcome or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm proud of it. Um, I'm, I'm proud of the, the, the guys I served with. The friends that I didn't even serve with, but I know that they, you know, like you gentlemen, um, you know, you guys did your time, you guys made your sacrifices. I'm, I'm proud of everything that we've, as a collective, have worked together on. Um, at the same time, it's also kind of something where I, uh, I get a little humble on it, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't really like to broadcast the whole veteran thing sometimes because I just don't know how to, to reciprocate. Do you get what? Does that yeah, no, I agree. I agree. How do you feel about that, KP? So I admire being um. A veteran, you know, I, I went in, you know, after high school and did my four years and, you know, with Veterans Day coming up, it's, you know, I, I like it. I like that people appreciate it for that month, mm -hmm. but, you know, there are 11 months out of the year and yeah. I feel like, you know, people should, you know, you know, acknowledge, you know, the other 11 months, mm -hmm. you know, and so it's just one of those things because, you know, as a, a veteran, we don't just fight for one month. You know, we're not we're not protecting the country for in November. It's kind of an ongoing thing. Um, so, you know, there are others that have made a lot more sacrifices than I have. 
you know, they, you know, they lost their lives. And so sometimes that aspect of being a veteran gets missed. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, there are those that really made true sacrifices. Uh-huh. And so, but yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, and, and kind of, I'm going to piggyback on that for a second. I think that the uh, the majority of the recognition should, you know, it belongs with those individuals. And so that thing, that's probably why I feel a little uncomfortable sometimes when people want to, oh, thank you for your service. And you almost feel like, no, 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 that should be, that that energy, that 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 appreciation should be sent a different direction. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Yeah. You know, completely. So now we have to put the spotlight on, on, on Mr. Curtis. How do you feel about being a veteran? I'm proud of it. I feel like with Tim, I resonate with Tim though. I'm, I'm very proud of it, but at the same time, I don't like when people say, thank you for your service or to, I, I don't even like asking for discounts unless like, it's kind of like, if you're a veteran, you get this, like that's being broadcasted. You know what I mean? Because I don't like asking for handouts and I feel like it's something everybody could have done, you know? So it's like, you don't have to thank me when you could have done it mm-hmm. or I do respect those people that couldn't have joined that wish they could have now those those people that that do that depending on how they go about it tattoos and everything right? yeah <laughs> depending on how they go about it for those that couldn't get in i do respect them and hear their stories because there's nothing worse than trying to do something you just can't do it whether because it's a medical physical or mental ability right so i do respect those people but there's those people that say hey man i went into basic and they didn't want me to do this and they really didn't do things so i don't it's kind of arrogant. Yeah. So it's kind of like, man, you know, if you were in a fraternity, you know, you got those people that understand the the concept of a frat, like it's it's long term, it's for connection, it's for networking. It's not to really haze and hurt people, but to grow and better, right? Then you got those other people that are just proud to get the tattoos and the yeah, stamps they just and the, be, they just take it to the extreme. The yeah. So it's like I'm I'm proud of being a veteran because I'm proud of that frat fraternity that i'm with you know what i mean and it goes deeper than just air force marines and and army yeah so i'm proud in that sense but i just don't i don't like hearing the happy veterans day thanks for serving like yeah so you know i'm I'm going to segue into um i'm gonna ask you a question tim sure have have you uh ever been to a va hospital um, I, I have either, either, either for yourself or for a loved one. Yes. Uh, so I, I have it. I've been fortunate enough where I, you know, I don't have to go now because I'm at now where I have, you know, my yeah. own private coverage. Sure. But prior to that, when I got out of the military, even, I mean, to be honest with you from 2013 up until last year, I mean, the, the VA hospital was kind of, was my, uh, that was my healthcare provider. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was where I went for my routine medical care. And if I'm going to be honest with you, I, I, I really hated going because it just, it just felt, um, well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to overgeneralize. You you could be honest. You could be blank. You have lots of people there. So you have some people, there's some people that are there that are, um, that are, that were severely, severely injured, right. Uh, from their military service. And that's always difficult to see, but I, I support them very, very much. Then you also have those people that, uh, perhaps maybe they never really left the military mentally. Uh, you know, they're wearing the hat with the, the military branch or whatever the ribbons are and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they just, they never let it go. 
You know what I mean? And that's they're they're, they're, pr- they're, they're yeah. proud. Yeah. And, and I, I believe pride is important and it's good, but I think that it needs to be, um, it should be held at a time and a place. Right. And if that's your only thing, um, you know, and, and that's what you want to just kind of portray to the world is that's your defining mm-hmm. point. I don't know. It's just not really, it's not my cup of tea. It's not the way I like to, to be. So that's just my, yeah, I, my I hear you. And then the reason why I asked that question is, you know, Marks and I are both, um, you know, in healthcare. Right. You right. know, um, and I look at my personal belief are that the conditions of the VA hospitals should be better. Oh, absolutely. And being, being improved upon and or local hospitals in different markets should um, start seeing more VA um, VA patients. And I know, and I know, so it's a political thing. I know, so it's the money thing. But you know, it's just I've gone to the VA hospital a couple of times, and I hear others, and they're telling me they got to wait six months to see a doctor or the conditions. And so for me, that is really a soapbox for me. That was see, I absolutely agree with you because I had a situation come up with my own where I had to see a specialist for something, and it was like, oh, we can get you in. This was like in March, and they're like, we can get you in in around August or September. And I'm like, hmm. look, I got, so that was a huge driving force for me to say, all right, time for me to start ponying up for, for private care. Cause it's just, it, it's just so different. It's just um, the accessibility to healthcare providers and whatnot on the private side is it, it drastically outpaces what you can get in the, uh, the VA system, at least, you know, from my own experience. And that's how it shouldn't be. Cause I, I guarantee you, if you knew that you could go to any hospital, any doctor, as a veteran with VA, mm-hmm. maybe do half an enlistment, you get half the benefits, right? For your full time. If you do the full 20, you get the full Medicaid, whatever the benefits, you get it all. Right. But if you knew that if you got out and you can be seen by any doctor, like that's what the VA meant, like any doctor, any hospital, no worries, yeah. I'd be so proud yeah. to be a veteran. <laughs> right. You know what? We should put a challenge out there. We should say whatever, you know, private nonprofit hospital that's not VA government, we just say the month, month of November. Oh, yeah. You should allow every veteran to come into your facility. What's free checkups, what's, free what's, eye exams. What, what's the point of saying, hey, we celebrate veterans, mm-hmm. but you come in there for care, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to turn you away. Yeah. So, but let me. Yeah. At least 50% like off. At least 50% off, Kate. Yeah, I, don't know, I, I don't know about free, but. <laughs> At least fifty percent off. They life for free. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I, I like that. I like at least something. I mean, I'll, if you I if agree. you actually really believe it, then be about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's, if you don't don't just tell me Happy Veterans Day have a you know a bulletin board this and the other. Every Sunday at Applebee's or whatever, right? Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, and and then you know they know the list is going to be so long that you can't even check for it. But and wait, they, but they can break it down. It's thirty one days. Um, 31, 30 days in November. Hey, people with the letters A, last, last name A, you can go to these facilities. I mean, something I like agree. that. They, I they agree. That'd be something. good. So, or just go on these days of the week. Yeah, if you want your free checkup, like how they do at Applebee's, you know, on right. the 11th, you can, you got from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. to go eat. Yeah. Fuck out of wherever you want. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, if your last name is from A through D, you got the first week of November. Yeah. From D through G. Something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
I agree with you. I, I would I would love that. One thing, you know, I'm just sorry because this sounds like a disgruntled veteran right now, but no, 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 no. One I, thing, I never had, I never had no, I, I'm looking out for my I, other veteran. No, I yeah, know, I know. Sorry. I'm just saying I am. I oh. personally am. So I have a question for the both of you. Knowing what you know now about the military and the direction of the government it is today, if you were the 18-year-old you, knowing what you know now, would you still join the military? Just, just to clarify, does that mean like now in 2020 or yeah, going back? Yeah, like today, like today. So would you join, let's say 20, 20, post-2020, knowing what you know about the military and the, the state of the current nation, what we're in, would you join? Why or why not? Um, I'm going to say yes, I would. Okay. I would. Looking back to the time that I actually did spend, it was the best decision I ever made. And so, you know, kind of taking all of that away, uh, even if the turmoil of 2020 in our country and everything right now, I still think the benefit would outweigh, um, you know, not me saying, no, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just my own thought. No, yeah. hey, and, and so out of the last four sessions that Marcus and I have had, this is probably the best question ever. Um, yeah. So he doesn't ask too many, just so you know. Um, <laughs> but um, I would definitely join again. Um, even when I was 17, 18, um, I didn't know much about the government, what was going on. And so I still joined. For me, it was about getting direction. It was, for me, it was getting a GI Bill so I can go to college. And so um, I didn't have really many choices, you know, um, not you know, having uh, student loans, even though I know they're more accessible now. Um, but, you know, when I went in, um, I didn't have access to that information, but I would still go because I need that. I needed that direction. Like you said, that discipline, it, it kind of, um, you know, it provided things for me that I probably would not have received, you know, anyplace else. And while I was in, you know, I was able to, you know, serve my country and I was able to, um, you know, getting an education as well. Mm -hmm. And so it was, so yes, I would definitely go in again. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I agree. I agree. Um, you got no, even you still why. So yeah. what's your why? Yeah. My why. <laughs> calm, calm down, player. You about to go off course. No, <laughs> my why is just because like, I do agree with both of what you said, but also the most important to me is that shit could happen at any moment at any time you know mm -hmm. so me saying i don't want to join now because i don't know what's going to happen you know this next election or the years to come it's really not an excuse you know because the people that joined before me they went to war and lost some lives the people that joined when i joined they went to war they lost somebody they loved and so what just makes me different you know i joined for that reason right to serve my country to find you know a, a way to go into college mm. a way to whip myself into shape and just really explore the world and let me know there's more out there so yeah i don't think that what's going on in the world would stop that right now great great yeah is that a good why for you kp <laughs> <laughs> it'll do for now yeah but so i guess tim i don't want to keep you too long um but i would like to know what are three things you've learned and how did it mold you to who you are today I'll start if you want. You asked him. I mean, so Marcus does this. He gets very long-winded. So. It's okay. No, no, it's that, fine. That, hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. I'm sorry, Tim. Was that long-winded? No, no, I, I don't have a problem. I mean, 
I don't have a I don't have a, a fully formed answer on that. All right. Yeah. Question, I, exactly. I can just give you kind of what comes to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing, the first thing is just, I, at the time when I, before I had joined and learning after I had gone out is proving to myself that there's nothing that I can't handle. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that self-confidence, not arrogance, not at all arrogance, but you know, life's going to throw some crazy things your way and you're going to feel maybe overwhelmed at times. Um, but in my military experience, uh, both through, I mean, even down from, from boot camp, right. That's a whole new level of challenges. I never experienced up until for the first 17 years of my life, you know, mm-hmm. and then into combat. Right. And, and everything in between, um, you know, once you've kind of proven to yourself that you can handle it from now, after I've gotten out, I've had tough times and tough challenges come along, but I've never felt like I can't handle it or never had a lack of confidence that I would be able to figure out, you know, my way forward. So that's one thing that the military, just the life experience that I got. Yeah, um, it's really good. Yeah, I, I never would have had that without my military service. And then two, this one's not as as powerful perhaps, but I'm just gonna say the word broadly is adaptability, right? Because the military, man, you, you gotta sleep on a floor somewhere or, you know, <laughs> you know whatever it is, being yeah. uncomfortable, um, you know. Eating MREs. Right, I mean, just, just yeah just being uncomfortable, not having a set plan or, or plans changing last minute, things mm-hmm. that, that throw a lot of people off. And I've, I've realized uh, in dealing with people that haven't served in the military, um, but they, they maybe they don't handle those things very well, particularly not last minute changes or, or, or unforeseen circumstances kind of coming in. Um, that's one thing. It kind of goes along with, with my first one, but it also just the ability to adapt to whatever situation comes up and know that I will just adjust my plans or, or my actions accordingly, and it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to kind of keep that level head—that's uh, number two. I have to come back to you on a number three. All right, no, I like that. I'll, I'll go. You don't mind? Yeah, sure. I mean, you don't mind? No, of course. <laughs> so, age, age before beauty. <laughs> um, you're not really laughing at that, are you? <laughs> um, well, I mean, you're a Knicks fan, so you can go first. So, <laughs> go ahead, um, go ahead, go ahead. So, I'm I'm going to go with my three would be um, having foresight, being humble, and uh, persistence. And here's why: you know, with, with the uh, the foresight was I knew what job I wanted in the military. I knew I wanted to be in healthcare because I wanted to. Um, work in different shifts so that way when I got out of the military, I can get a job and, you know, put myself through college. And so it kind of gave me the foresight to plan and kind of think ahead as far, okay, what's life going to be like after the military? Right. So it gave me that foresight. Um, being humble, um, you know, coming from New York, you know, I felt like I was like really badass at times, um, you know, but being in uh, the military, it allowed me to be humble. You know, it opened me up to like, look, it's not always about me. It's about, it's about, you know, uh, the team, my military brothers and sisters that were looking out for each other back. Um, so that was really, that was really good. And being, you know, persistent, um, you know, in the military, no, is not an answer. Failure is not acceptable, you know? And so you got to find ways, you got to find a solution to make something work. You got to persist at it. You, that give up attitude doesn't work. And so, so that's what we're going to go with, you know, having the foresight, being humble and being persistent. I like those. I like that. That is good. Um, for me, my, my one is, is how to, uh, how to get along and deal with people. 
I would say that that was definitely number one because you met people from all over the globe and you you had to adapt and change your ways. And I think you all mm-hmm. can agree with that. And and some of the people you met, man, they, they are still like family till this day, right? Family and friends. Um, so definitely how to get along with people. I think that I'm gonna piggyback off yours. Joining the military kind of showed me that there is really nothing that you can't do as long as you put your mind to it. I didn't think I could complete the physical challenge. I didn't think I would finish basic. I didn't think I'd be okay in Iraq. Like I just, but like just getting out there and doing it kind of just showed me that like, there's nothing you really cannot do. And um, my third one would have to be, don't get married. Don't get married instantly. <laughs> Do not get married right after basic training. Yeah, as a happily married man now, I'll say it works yeah. when you wait, but don't yeah. do it when you're yeah. Old. Yeah, sorry. Low twenty three. I mean, come on. Don't Let me that. correct that. Yeah, if you just if you're like eighteen through twenty two and yeah. you just got out of high school, college, basic, you know, into basic. He or she is not the one. Yeah, right? I'm don't just do it for that little that out there. Yeah. 200 to 300 dollars. It is not money worth motivation. It. Yeah, <laughs> so money motivated marriage. Three yeah. So yeah. I learned about I learned about friendship. I learned about not failing, and I learned about love in the military. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I owe you one more. I think the last one I would say is just the importance of keeping a sense of humor. Amen. And not taking anything to too seriously, right? Sometimes you'll just be in the most tense situation. If you can kind of just, uh, you know, lighten, lighten the load a little bit with a sense of humor, make things a little more tolerable, then that'll go a long way uh, for you and for the people you're working with, your team or whatever. That's another, another takeaway I learned. That's, so. a, that's a good one. I like that. I like, cause I, I swear you can't, I don't think I've ever met anyone that wasn't those guys that doesn't have a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest. Even though maybe it may be dry, but it's it, like they get I it. I think that's what makes it easier to get along with veterans, though, right? Mm-hmm. After you get out. But the way we think, the way we can joke, I mean, when I went to, to Rutgers, when I went to law school, yeah. especially now, it's just the, the wavelengths are a little bit different. So I think it just it's kind of a way to connect, you know, easily. I mean, and I think it's part of the reason, because no matter what, we all went through some crazy shit. No. <laughs> like, nobody yeah. expects that, right? It's like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Well, Tim, this is a really good conversation. And I don't want to, you know, just have this, you know, for Veterans Day. Hopefully we can follow up, do something later. For sure. Yeah, another call. I'd love to come by anytime. You guys would have me. I'd be, be happy to participate. Yeah. So and then um also for uh any of the listeners that want to get in contact with you, Kim, to ask you questions about, you know, how did you get to where you are from being a veteran, transitioning sure. from the military to mm-hmm. college? How can they get in contact with you if you're okay with that? Um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be more than happy to talk to anybody. Uh, my email is my last name, um, mm-hmm. F-O-R-E-R-O 5510 at gmail.com. Um, I don't know if you can like put that up on a text or something like that at some other point, but uh, I I only reach out to me on that email. It's my personal email. I check it daily. So I'll get back to you as soon. I mean, I'm pretty quick with my responses, but yeah, by all means, I'm always available. You know, we should give a shout out to that, uh, that recruiter, you know, give him a shout out. I think now I'm sure he's a gunnery sergeant or something. His name is at the time I knew him was Sergeant Pones. And from last I saw, he's somewhere in like Texas or something now. And really knows, but if he's out there and somehow it gets back, he put me on on by not letting me get to lunch, man. I'll tell you. So 
You're like, you're like please don't stop like me. Please don't stop me. <laughs> good to see you, bro. All right. You guys take care. I appreciate it. Have thanks, a good one. Later. All right. Thanks, bro. So first off, I just want to start by saying thank you, T-Dog. And I want to say thanks to all of our veterans, our listeners, and their spouses and family members because family is a big part of why, you know, veterans are who they are. They're very supportive. I agree. I agree. Um, what I really liked, you know, today in today's podcast was, you know, going off the three things that kind of we learned and that changed us by joining the military and being a veteran. I was also uh, pretty excited when we started talking about the things that pisses off, such as the VA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. that's a soapbox for me. So that's going to be my political platform in a couple of years. So, uh, so yeah. So Tim put on, you know, he, he mentioned a, a couple of good points, and I'm glad that we kicked it off with him. Because I think, you know, he was, you know, that, that, that stepping stone that we needed for our first one. So I really appreciate I Tim for coming on. It kind of... You know, relax me a little bit, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to our future, you know, um, conversation with other veterans. Yeah, I would have to say I really agree with you, KP, on that. Make sure that you subscribe. Stay tuned for the next one. And I don't want to, you know, forget that if you do know any veterans, have them, you know, DM us either at the MedVets, um, at Mark's page, you know, my page. But we want we want to, you know, hear more from our fellow veterans, their family members, their loved ones. So. Just please keep us in mind, keep them in mind. So thank you.